0: hello everybody welcome back to model student i'm your host alexandra rain and today i'm joined with my friend sydney who is just so darling um she is a master esthetician she knows everything about everything about hair care and skin care and if you don't already you should follow her tiktok which is the most It's like my Pinterest boards come to life. Um, She's just such a sweetheart. And if you live in Salt Lake and are looking for somewhere to get a facial, I cannot recommend her enough. So without further ado, let's just get into the episode. Well, thank you for coming on to Model Student. I'm over the moon to talk to you because I feel like you're so... No, I feel like I know you're so knowledgeable about hair care and skin care, which are like my two favorite subjects, but I still feel like an amateur in. So I'm excited to speak to you today. But um, before we get into it, I'll just have you introduce yourself.
1: Um, I am Sydney. I am working as a hairstylist and an esthetician in Salt Lake City, Utah. And I've been doing this, it's, I'm pretty new, only a couple of years into this, but, um, live in Salt Lake, I have a cute cat, and a cute boyfriend, and we all live together,
0: and... And your apartment is cute. so cute, too, from what I've it's seen cute. on, like, Instagram and TikTok.
1: Yeah. It's so it's definitely, like, I don't know if you feel this way, are you living alone right now? I'm not, actually. okay. It's it's just like hard to like accumulate and like make it, things work. Yeah, like homie within your means. Yeah, yeah
0: totally, totally. Um, also, okay, before <laughs> another before before we get into it, your style is so impeccable and like classic and timeless. So I wanted to ask. This will be our first official question. Is mm-hmm. How did you develop your personal style, and has it always been this way, or was there like a big
1: evolution from one niche to another? That's really sweet. Yeah. Um. I think like I'm the oldest. Okay. And that always sucked because I <laughs> wish I had an older sister to look up to. I guess. Yeah. My parents are amazing, but they definitely are the most tasteful people. <laughs> you know, like my mom shops at tj maxx she's evolved a little bit okay but love. i don't know like even like music and movie stuff it was always disney and then like fm 100 love. if you <laughs> yeah, know yeah 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 just like gospel hits yeah perfect so it sucked a lot but i feel like i mean i think we're the same age
0: i'm we're 21 age.
1: how old are you 21 too yeah okay you seem From so much older 18. than me <laughs> like so mature okay in 2018 oh. um yeah 2018 like I think both of us when we were like in middle school hitting high school that's when social media really came around yeah and I feel like that really was like the biggest thing was like oh, okay like tumblr 2014 yes I should um, just to say right everything about it just like music and everything and being able to like I mean, having your friends that you could be inspired by, but, like, being able to, like, connect with people or just, like, see people. Yeah. I don't know. The early days of Instagram was yeah. perfect.
0: Wholesome. But Yeah, totally. Yeah. I don't know. That kind of... No, that's perfect. I was going to say 2014 Tumblr, for better, or for worse, influence. <laughs> I know. So
1: uh, many. Like, horror story, or romanticizing. Probably not the
0: All best. the wrong things. Yeah. So with that then, who are your style icons? Since you didn't have a big sister.
1: Yes. Um, I will say, like, um, I don't know, kinda of growing up, I would go visit my grandma and oh, she cute. has like so many of like my great grandma's like the mink fur coats and like all the costume jewelry and like I would always just go there and play dress up. Cute. So I think that was like the first like okay, like vintage timeless pieces. Yeah. Um, but then, I don't know, like, I, hmm. I feel like Camille Rowe. Yes, I, she's, yes. like, the blueprint, oh. I'm sorry to say it, she is. She's the blueprint, she's yeah. it, like, she, she knows what's up, and I'm, like, I'm glad, like, I was introduced to her, like, the time I
0: was like in high school where it's so basic yes like the. did you watch your British Vogue what's in my closet
1: yes, I, I watched that, that so absolutely. to this day yeah I'm like can my closet look that cluttered yeah and collected because
0: it's, it's so good it's amazing. so good oh, um gosh. speaking of closets if there aren't any other style icons worth the mention what would you say like, your three essentials in your closet. Like, there's a fire. What do you grab? <laughs> Not to be dramatic.
1: But. I, this is the one question I'm like, how the hell do I narrow it down? Because mm. I'm, like, impulsive, like. Yeah. what feels comfortable. Yes. Awesome. Um, oh, my gosh. I have, like, this, like, box of just, like, all my great-grandma's trinkets. Oh. And I'm, like. That's it. That stuff is sentimental. Yeah. Like. I've lost a couple of the earrings over the years, and it just, like, breaks my heart.
0: Yeah. So,
1: I feel like that, oh, my gosh. I feel like everything I would pick are things I'd never wear. Like, I have my great-grandma's make fur coats. Yeah. I don't wear, but that, like, No, that's but so that's, cool.
0: that's, like, sweeter than, like, oh, yeah, I'd grab, like, for me, like, oh, I'd probably grab this coat <laughs> that I always yeah. wear, which, like, <laughs> exactly. has no story. But that's so cool that you still have all of her things. That's it's so like- sweet.
1: I feel like the spoiled grandchild for sure because yeah. I just have like all of these things and I keep getting them. That's and a perk of being the, the oldest. Them, yeah,
0: for sure. Um, also, while I was preparing, <laughs> I was looking at your Instagram and you've like fully modeled for James Street. I don't know how to say Saskia. Saskia. How do you? So- Saskia. So- Saskia. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. also
1: bridal companies. So what's been your experience modeling? it's honestly been very casual like yeah. I'm fortunate like most of the time a friend would be like photographing or like worked with the company yeah. and then that would just be like they like hey we need like an extra model like do you want to come on and do it and I was like sure yeah like it re- really was never anything like I don't know I think in high school I wanted to yeah but you're the expert. Like, I'm just, like, I'll, I'll come along for the ride. And I'll no, have fun. You're but... so
0: photogenic. That's the thing that I'm like, wait, why isn't she doing more of this? Because, <laughs> like, you're captured really
1: well in photos. Thanks. Yeah. I think there was one I did, like, a couple months ago. And, again, this was just, like, a friend reaching out. Like, hey, like, we just need, like, someone to model for this company. Yeah. And I was, like, it was the first time I had done it in a while. And it was just instant, like, this is not comfortable yeah totally and it's no one I I just like was I don't know I get that out of that mindset yeah I don't know (laughs) I I I can't do it that's what I want to
0: know well fully this is okay this is um insider scoop I've like had a panic attack on set before which was so and it wasn't even because of like the environment it was like I had so many other things like going um on like outside like in my personal life that it just like kind of flustered up and that was so like the absolute um not worst thing but it was super embarrassing like that's the most uncomfortable I think I've ever been and thankfully everyone on set was so kind and understanding and it was a quick one thankfully but I feel I grew up dancing and so I feel like that's helped so much with like feeling comfortable just in front of a camera or, like, um, as, like, a subject, I guess. Mm-hmm. But the panic attack one, I was, like, that was when I was, like, oh, I feel, like, so obviously not okay. Yeah. But I bet I definitely, when I started, got, like, quite nervous before and, like, would practice in front of the mirror, like, mm-hmm. what I would do. But I feel like, thankfully, all the sets that I've been on have been so, just, like, good people and, like, really kind people. Yeah so that's
1: amazing because like that's the thing that's kind of nerve-wracking because it's like well this is business
0: yeah for sure and
1: that's where it's like okay what's what's professional and what's not but you're having a crisis oh
0: it was I well and I was like the photographer was like are you okay like you look like you're about to faint and I didn't even realize like yeah no I'm good and then a minute later I was like I need to like I just went to the back room, and everyone, like, was so sweet. Like, it truly was the most ideal situation for the worst, like, case scenario. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> so to answer your question, I'm by no means, like, I feel like I'm still learning so much. And, like, yeah, like, proper etiquette and, you know, what. I don't know. I feel like I, I, especially growing up here, I feel like everyone here, it's kind of like the South in some ways of being like really like courteous and kind. And mm-hmm. so I feel like when I go to LA or New York, it's kind of like a shock to some people.
1: That's like, what's insane yeah. It's like, in a lot of ways, I'm like, thank you to the Mormons because <laughs> this we should treat everyone like this. Totally. And I don't know. I know. We were, like, in L.A. a couple months ago, and it was just the worst. We went to, like, four different restaurants. Yeah. And and everyone was so not, like, hospitable.
0: Yes, totally.
1: And it's like, okay, I guess that's, like, just how it is. Totally. But...
0: Yeah, like, I feel like here... Because I was a barista for a while, and I truly was always doing the most. Like, how are your kids? How are... I'm like... Like, other places are like, what can I get you? Thank you. (laughs) You know? Yeah. But,
1: But... just straight to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which... Yeah. But okay. so I want to ask you now what we're here for is hair care and skin care, because I feel like you're you're the expert when it comes to this. So first, what did your did you have to go for hair school and like skin? Are those the same program or are they?
1: So there's. In the state of Utah, we have um, cosmetology, basic aesthetics, and then master aesthetics. Okay. Most other states only do aesthetics. Okay. So, and in the state of Utah, as a master aesthetician, you can get, like, you're able to do a lot more than maybe other states yeah. can legally with the license. Yeah. It's confusing. And if no. I'm going on too much, I still have yet to, to, like, make it concise.
0: No, but, I love um, it.
1: I love Basically, I had wanted to do master aesthetics and, like, focus on that, um, but being the oldest of four girls, and I grew up with, like, all cosmetologists as aunts, mm. so I was still, like, very intrigued yeah. with hair, um, so I went and toured places that were both hair and master aesthetics cool. and kind of talking to people. Basically, I needed to do cosmetology, which is hair first. Within that, I get my basic esthetician license. Once I'm done with that and move on to master aesthetics. Cool. So I kinda had to do hair before aesthetics. Yeah. Did that answer your question? Yeah, no, that makes complete sense.
0: Yeah. Um, what was that like? How many years did it take?
1: It took me a year and a half. Oh, and it was nice. kind of interesting because COVID quarantine was like me halfway through aesthetics. Oh. Like wow. master aesthetics school. So I was doing facials on myself at home for homework. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. But like an interesting, like you've got to be hands on for that. And so like part of my schooling was virtual, which was very interesting. But
0: yeah,
1: um, a year and a half is how long it was like a year for cosmetology and then like six months for aesthetics.
0: Okay, cool. So
1: that's how it broke up. And I just wanted to like get it done. I was going to um, a school in Provo yeah I did not did not judge <laughs> no, I wasn't a big fan I was commuting yeah. for half the time and it kind of just
0: it's so a drive it's like it, I, it's a drive and I feel like Pearl will feel like a different planet <laughs> <laughs> than Salt Lake it's like completely different atmosphere which some it people really like is. but so this I'm really interested to ask mm-hmm. you okay if you have a client that comes in with a picture that mm-hmm. maybe clearly wouldn't be suit. Like, if I came in, for example, and I was like, I want to bleach my hair blonde, <laughs> which I feel like would be bad, bad, bad idea. How do you, like, what, do you just, like, go with it? Or do you try to, like, like, what? I'm, I'm curious from, like, a, um, like a hairdresser's perspective.
1: But, yeah. You know? I think it's definitely the thing that comes with experience yeah. and knowledge, where it's, like, feeling comfortable to tell a client no, or yeah. just being able to like give them like what they should be expecting. Yeah. Um, I feel like one, you're never going to know until you try it, True. but two, I'm going to do everything I can to prepare you for like, if we do this, this is what it's going to look like. Yeah. Cause a lot of people think it's just magic. I mean, yeah. we see like transformations done on Instagram and it's like, They went from like the darkest hair to like the lightest white in one day. And these expectations are kind of set up like it's just magical. Totally. But I don't, I think that there's been, I'm always excited to like try something new. Like when I have a client come in that's like, I want this, I'll kind of tweak a little bit. Like, I guess the perfect example is just like, um, like, the Jennifer Aniston haircut and the yeah. blonde. And if someone comes in and they're like, this is what I want, first thing I want to do is, like, okay, hey, what's your face shape? Totally. What's your skin tone? What's your eye color? Like, what about – there's different expectations. Yeah. Because, obviously, gosh, I, I don't – I hope this doesn't sound wrong because everyone looks good with, like, what's enhanced for them naturally. Yeah,
0: no, that makes sense. It's – I've gone into haircuts and, like, have showed – like like someone who does not look at like alexa chung who i love okay. but like we have very different like face shapes skin tones like and i'm like oh why don't i look like alexa chung <laughs> when i leave and it's like yeah you guys don't look anything like at all
1: and exactly it makes well it's like you sense. look like you so yeah. like what can we do to enhance you yeah totally that's the biggest thing is like not change you but yeah. just like enhance it and work with what you already have naturally totally um Like, I think even just, like, a lot of it right now is that, like, wolf cut. Yeah. And it's kind of, like, that's where I don't think any of my clients have ever been, like, upset when I've, like, told them, like, hey, I think we should do this instead of this. Yeah. That's just something I feel comfortable doing. Totally. But I look back to, like, things I committed to when I first started and I'm, like, why in
0: the hell
1: did I say I could do it? Totally, (laughs)
0: totally. No, that's good, though. I feel like you want. At least for me, I want, like, a hairdresser who has, like, (laughs) it's kind of like a parent. Like, you know what I mean? can kind of, like, redirect me in, like, the better way.
1: Tell you what's right or wrong. Exactly. But also allow you to, like, experience things.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Okay, so I was watching. I always watch your TikToks, but especially before. I was, like, doing, like, (laughs) literally right when I woke up this morning. I, like, went to your TikTok. And I'm so, I've seen, obviously, bits of it online but your hair care routine i want like the full like shampoo i know you exfoliate your scalp which is like Mm i hadn't heard of prior to you i just want to hear everything because you have such great hair well thank you yeah of course it's so long too i I don't think i realized how long it was
1: grown seriously exfoliating your scalp does it it does it it does everything every concern you have like that's at the root of it literally cool um I feel like my hair is like grown and of course like like getting like a good trim every couple of months but also it's been like five months (laughs) since so I need to practice what I preach yeah um the hair care I'm kind of experimenting right now and I think I'm always trying to experiment to be feel good about like the products and the product lines I'm recommending um, I went to an Aveda school and I work at an Aveda salon. So I'm very biased and educated on Aveda because I'm so hands on with it. Yeah. Um, but I'm still always like Kevin Murphy's another favorite or Bay, um, Davenas, like those are other brands, brands I'm like very curious about and yeah. interested in. So yeah. I want to dip my toes in. So I guess my whole point in saying that is like, I don't really do anything consistent because I'm always, like, just trying to, like, find something. But right now, Kevin Murphy, the hydrating wash and rinse is, like, the typical because it's winter Yeah, and you need – it's dry in Utah.
0: Yeah, extremely.
1: Um, <laughs> yes. I'm doing the S like, repair me mask. Okay. So I'll do that, like, once every other week.
0: Okay, cool.
1: And I mean, just exfoliating. I really don't use heat on my hair that much. Yeah. I would just try and, like, clip and just, like, manipulate and enhance, like, what my hair wants to do. Yeah. Um, But I just keep it super simple. I just like exfoliating your scalp. You can't have healthy hair without a healthy scalp. So totally. that's, like, the main one.
0: Do you... Um. Okay, so I actually didn't know the answer because I have um, oh. Of course, I'm your biggest fan. But what... Like, I know that you have a specific brush that you use from Aveda, right? But any, like, yes. bristled or brittle – bristled or brittled? Like, Brist, bristle. Bristle, okay. Yeah. yeah, I was like, that doesn't sound right. Bristled um, mm-hmm. brush works, right?
1: You – so you can settle – like, as long as it has, like, a firmer bristle, you can settle for that. I really yeah. do recommend um, getting, like, a specific exfoliating scalp brush. Yeah, My favorite one is the Aveda one, and it's because the bristles itself, like, work through the hair very gently. Yeah. um, And they also aren't too abrasive on the scalp. There's a lot of the, um, like, circular scalp brushes that you're kind of seeing now with, like, the point. Yeah. And those are nice, but I think they can be a little bit too irritating.
0: yeah. I was actually at the store yesterday. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I need to start, like, exfoliating. And there was one, and it looked, like, so dangerous. It was, like, so, like, um, just, like, intensely pointed up. So I'm going to order one online because I want to get into it.
1: Yes. It's, like, like the perfect, like, little loop just to remove buildup without kind of doing too much. But it still is exfoliating and getting blood circulation going. So that's the one like I think and it like brushes through perfectly where like I'm not brushing it through my hair but yeah. like once my hair kind of stops I can just like take it out and it's not breaking my
0: hair totally that's
1: great that you'll
0: yeah you can FaceTime me when you're like hey I have it I'll I know do this. a tutorial <laughs> um I feel like I neglected hair care for so long in part because my hair like kind of not kind of. It's like naturally curly and I haven't had to use much product. And so I've always been really lazy about it and like have neglected actually taking care of my hair. And I feel like honestly, because of like um everything that you post and like discovering you, I'm like, wait, this is important. But in your own words, like, how would you explain the importance of hair care and like having a routine with your hair?
1: Mm-hmm. I think first off, I'm, I'm a lot more low-maintenance, mm. and that's more my approach. But, of yeah. course, there's people that, like, they do the air wrap every single day and have yeah. that whole thing. My, my thing is just, like, what, how do you typically work with your hair and style it? And then finding one, two, maybe three products to kind of help work with your hair, yeah. your hair texture, your hair type to enhance it and just be able to keep it as, like, low maintenance as possible.
0: Totally.
1: Um, and then shampoo and conditioner is, like, the foundation of your routine. Like, yeah. I do not recommend settling for any drugstore. It really is crazy, like, when I'm, like, working with clients, gosh, I don't want this to be, like, a self-conscious thing, but you can tell when yeah. someone is using drugstore or shampoo and conditioner that's just not good for their hair. Yeah. And when they're, like, using something professional or something that's good for their hair. Totally. So, I'm so curious. Did you answer your question? Yes.
0: Oh, absolutely. Okay. I'm so curious with... Because I feel like now a lot of... I was just in the target aisle yesterday. And I feel like a lot of... Um, and obviously, like, a matter of accessibility, right? Like, if you can... If that's what's accessible to you, by all means. But I'm curious then, because I feel like a lot of, um, like just like (laughs) regular, um, shampoo like hair conditioning companies are now like sulfate free. The other, like all parabens, like, Mm -hmm. do you have an, is like clean beauty, like better actually? I like, it's so interested in this because I feel like it's also kind of like greenwashing. And I'm like, is this actually, Mm -hmm. I want to hear the professional's thoughts. (laughs)
1: This is like something that like, I went into the beauty industry, like, Clean beauty. That's what I'm focusing on. Yeah. Very very holistic. That was like my focus, and it's it's literally been like this Dunning Kruger. It's always a Dunning Kruger effect. Like always, yeah. like going through these waves of being like, oh, what I thought I knew, I don't know now. Yeah. How do I know it now? I feel like I know it. Yeah. Anyway, no, I it, get it. The clean beauty. It's it's tricky. It's because- a whole other episode in and of <laughs> first off sulfates and parabens if you are getting them in drugstore shampoos and conditioners the quality of those ingredients aren't good
0: yeah
1: so they are like a lot more of a waxy buildup, or they're a lot more drying to the hair but like for in Nevada, for example like most of the shampoos and conditioners have sulfates and have parabens in them mm-hmm. maybe they don't have parabens i don't well, know it but it's some. like the quality yeah. where it's like oh they're actually using like sunflower oil as like a derivative of the sulfate so it's actually not drying your hair in the yeah. same way that you think i don't i think these things are so clean beauty is a marketing thing For like sure. really you can't in a lot of ways if you went 100 percent like natural like there's a lot of other like um There's a lot of other issues that could come up from
0: that. Yeah, definitely.
1: um, Contact dermatitis is a huge one you see when, like, that stuff is just, like... There's a reason you need parabens and, like, sulfates to, like, kind of keep things good and going. Yeah. I think it just... It depends on the quality of the product.
0: Totally. That's so interesting. I'm I'm glad to hear that nuance because I feel like with any company, right, obviously they're marketing mm -hmm. and trying to, like sell you a product it's like parabens evil 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 or like i don't know i'm just glad like it depends on the brand yeah and like the quality of like the manufacturing and everything that makes so much sense yeah,
1: it it really is like this thing where it's like i mean i even had this even after getting licensed where it's like i was intrigued by a certain brand and a certain product yeah of course was labeled as this i wasn't even and i should have been but like i wasn't even looking into the ingredients mm. so i bought a product because it was like this is for your blemished acne prone skin yeah and then li- like at the end of me using a product it's like oh every single ingredient is in this is causing acne it's just like yeah it's overwhelming because marketing does so much for us for sure but and it's hard to like know
0: it definitely and i feel like when you see keywords like hydrate brighten like blemish be gone it's like okay yeah so i'm so curious then because um i'm learning so much through you now i'm on tiktok and everything and on instagram and but with, okay. So I feel like I have learned so many ingredients that actually are, like, acne prone or like acne producing. What? Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to hear now about like skincare and, yeah. because you've had acne prone skin, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I still do. Yeah, yeah. That a
1: great.
0: Yeah, I want to talk. I just want to hear like, I. Like, what's my question here? I'm just so intrigued. Also, but I guess this is what I'll start with is like your approach to skincare because I feel Uh like even hearing you say like, oh yeah, I still am acne prone. I feel like within the beauty industry and cosmetic and skincare industry, it's like acne, bad, evil, 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 which then I feel like if you have acne makes you just feel like shit for lack of a better word, you know? So, and I feel like not that, you know, acne doesn't go away, but it is like a maintenance thing. I just mm-hmm. want to hear your thoughts on that, and yeah. how you feel about it all. All
1: <laughs> Yeah, all of, it. yeah, it's, all it's of the definitely things. It's a lot. Like, yeah. everyone's skin is so different. Yeah. Their concerns are so different. Everyone's experience with acne is so different. Um, oh gosh, this is like opening the floodgates. I, I can
0: know. go on, no. <laughs> I, I That's what I want to hear. I'm like, I want to hear everything. Um,
1: I think like, okay. What what's like the specific question? I, I'm like, I'm I will thinking. start. How
0: about with like your your specific skincare experience from like say maybe high school to now?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I so I'm 21 now. I started getting acne in fourth grade. Oh wow! So and and that was like mainly puberty, and that yeah. went on for a couple of years, and then it and that was only on the forehead.
0: Yeah.
1: And then it just started going down, and so from. Like fourth grade, I want to say maybe I was like ten. However old you were in fourth grade, yeah, so it's like nine, was.
0: ten, yeah,
1: yeah. To like, it, I really did not get it like managed and mm. understood until I was twenty. Wow! So that was like a whole thing of like seeing dermatologists. I was on every like single acne medication and topical. I was just my about mom to ask. like, oh, I love her. But she's just <laughs> like she's only ever washed her face face with noxema and then put body lotion on her face and never was on screen but she never had acne
0: yeah so she
1: just like she was like well this is what you need to do because I've never had acne
0: yeah
1: and then I don't know it's like of course MLMs love she put me on like proactive and then like like Ronan I didn't realize that proactive was an MLM Oh, I, I don't think I don't know. Proactive is an MLM, but, but like a lot of, course, of. but then Ronan Fields is an MLM, and so she would just like, yeah, I don't know. Like I had never gone to an esthetician, yeah, didn't even know what that was, quite frankly. Yeah, but I would go to the dermatologist and they would just put me on this medication, yeah. tell me to do like the Cerave, and then it's like I would commit to that for like five months, and my skin is like getting worse. I oh,
0: I was gonna ask because I've heard another facialist say like. Not kind of like talking he on dermatologist, but she's like, they very much have like a method of like, especially if you have bad acne. No, I shouldn't say bad. If you have acne, it's like, okay, let's just put you on Accutane, which ultimately it just dry. Like, I've had friends who are on Accutane and they are like,
1: their liver's ruined. Like- yes,
0: exactly. And also their mental health too. Like, so <laughs>
1: depressed. That's yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I have so much respect and like, so, like, love dermatologists yeah but like all my experiences with them were like a quick 10 minute thing they check for moles and then like I told them my thing and they'd write me a prescription and then they'd leave and it was like is that it like you weren't even looking at my skin totally and you 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 feel like it's this kind of like I don't want to say gaslighting at all because (laughs) no but kind of invalidating yeah yes it was just like okay like is my like yeah cool. Okay.
0: Yeah. Totally. And there's never
1: like the solution. Whereas like when you meet with an esthetician, it's like fully invested with you. It's yeah. like there's time put into like actually hearing your history, what you are on, what you've done. Yeah. Concerns, um, and it's- I just never.
0: The way that I, I just remember that I said this to the other facialists, I feel like dermatologists are like psychiatrists, which is like, hello, I love my psychiatrist. And then mm-hmm. I feel like estheticians are more like therapists where they're really getting to like
1: the root of it. Mm-hmm.
0: That's how I like keep yeah. it in my
1: mind. You That's know? the perfect, like, I yeah. mean, look, I'm on spironolactone thanks yeah. to my dermatologist. Yeah. But I'm also like healing and managing my skin thanks to like... I mean, I'm an esthetician, but, like,
0: yeah,
1: thanks to that. And, like, having worked with other estheticians on my skin, too, even after I'd become one. Totally. And that was, like, kind of when things started changing is, like, I mean, I think I finally realized, like, my acne is hormonal and it Mm. is genetic. Yeah, yeah. And I am acne-prone, and I just need to be okay with that. I think especially now, like, dewy skin is so big, and I love dewy skin. Yeah. But I was always nervous about having using products that were like mindful of my acne because they would be too drying
0: yes yeah, yeah yeah
1: but really it's just um having the perfect cocktail to make it like exactly what you want not that way perfect um but yeah no like for me it finally was like oh like The biggest thing was the comedogenic ingredients, Mm -hmm. which are pore-clogging, acne-causing ingredients. And they are in most products. They were in, like, all the products I was using.
0: Yeah,
1: And it wasn't, like, until, like, hearing that, like, oh, like, actually having a routine that works for my skin. Yeah. That has nothing in it that's going to continue triggering the issue.
0: Yeah.
1: You can have, like, salicylic acid in your routine that's killing bacteria and, like, acne stuff. But then if you're having, like, let's say, like, a product that has, like, shea butter and, like, coconut oil in it, yeah. like, it's nuts. it's just a cycle.
0: Yeah, totally. So what are the products then that you use that work for your um, skin? Because, again, yes. it is, like, everyone mm-hmm. has their own. There's,
1: I mean, a lot of, like, the products in my routine are things I, I typically tend to recommend, mm. but not always. Yeah. And everyone everyone requires, like, a little bit of a different active, a little bit more actives, a little less. But my routine is Clinical um, Cleansing Complex. That's actually one cleanser that, like, when and if the day comes, I'm doing my own spa. Yeah, is clinical like that.
0: I That's that the line. one.
1: <laughs> mm mm-hmm. It's it's gel. It's cleaning, but it's not stripping. Okay. Um, and then after that, I guess like the morning, um, mandelic acid. Okay. Oh, mandelic acid is underrated. I was gonna say it's I don't know wine. what it is mandelic acid this is like what's like products like salicylic acid are unfortunately for darker skin co- skin tones can cause hypopigmentation yes yes yeah because and yes, yes, <laughs> yes and yeah like oh my gosh. but yeah yes i think like that's one thing that's very educated in school is like ingredients in regards to skin tones but that's it's good still to is hear you know, we hear salicylic acid from The Ordinary and, like, everyone's trying it and, like...
0: Well, I I was using, yeah, one of The Ordinary serums. I can't remember the specific one because it was, like, I... There were all of these people who were recommending it and then finally, like, a person of color was on my For You page and they're, like, yeah, don't use this because of this, this, and this. I was, like,
1: oh, excellent. And it's unfortunate that, like, you've, like, had to wait for, like, a person of color to be, like no you not for you not for you like a universal understanding totally Uh, anyway yeah mandelic acid and that's like especially for my darker skin tones that are experiencing acne that's mandelic acid is perfect but I love it for my skin too because that's the only active that's like really worked for my acne yeah and it's not drying um and then um glymed hydrogel is the current moisturizer okay. it's like hyaluronic acid really really nice i love glymed products and that one's another product that like i'd recommend for a lot of people too yeah um and then lta md sunscreen that's yeah yes yeah, <laughs> Alta yeah. MD sunscreen you guys is, no. is the is- one It's the one. It's the one. And they have like different sunscreens for different skin tones. Yeah. Not skin tones, but skin types and concerns. Yeah. The one I'm using is for acne, but it's so hydrating. Yeah. It has a really nice finish. It's not not too much of a white cast. So I guess different skin tones as well.
0: Yeah. No, but that's awesome. I feel like sunscreen. I'm so glad now, finally, at like, I feel like I didn't start wearing sunscreen consistently. Honestly, because I was like, I don't ever sunburn. And then I started having vitiligo and I'm like, oh, I got a like, lesson learned. But just in general, it's so, so, so important to wear, which I it's, feel like it, isn't talked about.
1: <laughs> it's like, it's, ah, yes, yeah. it's like, oh my gosh. I mean, aging. We know the yeah. sun causes 90% of aging. Yeah. It's gonna happen, but that's going to increase it. Yeah. But even more so, like especially, like think of like you have a scar on your leg. Yeah. That scar is going to become permanent because you're not protecting it from the sun.
0: Yeah.
1: That's the same for your face. So if you're like healing from acne, yeah, this is like the one thing. Like that, another thing. Like in high school, my parents would just tell me to sunburn my face because my acne would be like that's, hidden.
0: Yes, that's so okay. Yes, this is such a weird. I remember going like going on vacations with friends. And I feel like it's also kind of like, oh, I want to get tanned, so I'm not going to put on sunscreen. And also, mm-hmm. like, the like, oh, I'm just going to, like, burn off my zits, literally. And it's like,
1: oh, it's like, oh no. Yeah. But then, like, not until, like, two years ago, I'm like, like, why do I have these, like, red scars on my face that aren't yeah. going away? Yeah. It's because the years of like, not protecting my skin. Yeah, And now it's like, how many, tr- like, rounds of, like, TCA peels yeah. and, like, microneedling maybe like yeah. to get it done so it's like it, like any healing in general like sunscreen every single day even if the sun's not out totally. even if you're inside like yeah. it it's the thing it's it travels
0: absolutely so I want to ask you then this is I don't want to say my final question because I'm sure some more will come up but I my grandma and I both got a facial from you and it was so so low. I mean, I was literally half asleep. As you know, I was so <laughs> relaxed. But what would be if for somebody who can afford them? Like, mm-hmm. what is the importance of facials versus just like regular skincare? Um, how often should you get them if it's accessible to you, mm-hmm. et cetera?
1: Yeah. So I think first and foremost, like your home care really is like doing a lot. Like you yeah. can't come in for a facial but not have a good home care, Mm. like it's not going to work. And so I feel like home care is the biggest thing for sure. And within that, like I have product recommendations from like very like cheap products that are good that I believe in to like something you're investing in more. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and then when it comes to facials, I mean, I recommend every four weeks
0: Okay.
1: just to like kind of help work with like resurfacing turnover, all of that stuff. Um, even like once a month, like not once a month, um, once a season change, especially seasons are changing, your skin is changing as well. That's really when I would focus like, like, okay, spring is about to come up. I would start recommending you get facials between March and April and then kind of following that pattern. But like, really, like if you can't afford it, I never want to say it's the thing that you need because like really your home care for most things that will help yeah i also do like for me personally like, i offer like a facial that's like between 45 to like 55 dollars
0: yeah
1: that's like it's not like the whole experience that, like you and your grandma had Which but it's so you know, nice it quick <laughs> yeah but like still getting the benefits of it totally. so i mean my biggest thing is like of course like i i know hmm I know my value, but I'm always here to help people. Totally. Like, meet meet somewhere so that, like, I can help their budget and their concerns. And, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that, like, will. And that's, like, even why I'm trying to, like, educate as much as I can. Totally. And, like... No, you're you're who
0: we need. (laughs) Like, (laughs) truly. Like, what the world needs. Because I really feel like... I mean, I, like, you know, watch, like, YouTube videos of, like... I feel like that was the thing is I was just watching like my skincare routine and like trying to like, just get like an average of like, okay, this product is used a lot, so it must be good. Or feel like Mm -hmm. you're really, obviously, since you have the education going into like, okay, these ingredients actually will likely impact you this way. And this, you know what I mean? It's like a much more sophisticated. I I don't know if I want to use that word, but more professional because you are a professional.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean like, that's like the thing is like, Gosh, it's so chaotic, and sometimes <laughs> it, like I get comments on TikTok. That, oh, like, TikTok are the, kind of aggressive. The TikTok comment section. I'm like, go to therapy.
0: You guys are evil, evil. I'm
1: yeah. Evil, but even too, like I get it. Like there was one comment I got where it's like every time I'm on this app, I'm told what I should and should not be doing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like that's true, and I'm sorry. Like you feel overwhelmed by me telling um, you or like sharing my experience with something. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I'd rather. I mean, there's so much bullshit. Yeah, you can swear. (laughs) It's welcome. And like, it's chaotic. And like, we're all like stressed out. Totally. And so I'd rather, like, with my own education and experience, just like, I'm trying to like help. You're trying to help. Wiggle in there because, like, I mean, influencers are great that you should not be following their skincare routine that because sounds, their skin yeah. is not your skin. Exactly. And you should not be following my skincare routine because yeah. my skin is not your skin. Totally. So, it's, I, I don't know. I think... It's like a trial and error. And I feel like, too,
0: for me, what's been helpful is, like, really narrowing down, like, maybe having, like, three or five people that I'm like, okay, they actually know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, have... I mean, I'm so pretentious, but, like, have a license maybe to, like you know, actually back them up and not just, I don't know. So I mean,
1: it's important. It's like, obviously people's experiences are important, but like, like, even though I can be sharing my experiences, it's hard. So having someone who's educated and has the license to be saying this stuff is like, so important. Like, I mean, I'm continuing to work on like trying to just like, TikTok's like not the best format for educating, (laughs) but I'm still trying to do it. But even, like, there's, like, other people out there. Like, I love um, Renella, um MD. She's, like, a dermatologist. Yeah, I think I've seen her before, actually. Oh, she's on Instagram. She's great. Charlotte, yeah. Paul. Gosh, I'm, like, I should have, like, written these down. No, no, but you're people fine. People out there that, like, have the license to and the experience to educate people. Definitely. And so I think, like, yeah, keeping it to, like, a small days Tight. and then like being yeah. able to be like like I've worked with your skin you have like really good skin thanks and so it's I don't know it's yeah I'm kind of talking no circles.
0: I know but I I could literally talk about this all day I'm like we've gone for 15 minutes and I feel like I could go for three more hours but I definitely I want to have you back on for like more like like clean beauty that I like, that <laughs> to be coming oh up gosh. because I want to like you really are An expert, and I like want to pick your brain now on so many topics. But this was a good like introduction to who you are.
1: Your (laughs) your,
0: I didn't realize your last name was Cutler because I I know your Instagram is Sid Cuddy and I'm like oh cute. I just thought it was like like a little like pun on like a hair curl. I'm like oh my gosh, no, her last name is literally Cutler. That's perfect.
1: Yeah. Even though
0: haircutting, I love haircutting. But. Yeah, no, it's so cute. Is there anything else before we end that you're like, this is what needs to be said? <sighs> and no, that's like such a big pressure.
1: It like, is. I well,
0: feel. Like, I have I was gonna say, you've done it for me. You've covered like every single. Okay. little girl good. Yeah. I,
1: feel good. I need it. I gotta say though, like the first time I met you, I was like, this chick is the most eloquent person. <laughs> like, you are, what are you, you're in school right
0: now. I graduated from the U. You graduated. Yeah.
1: You're modeling. You're doing Lost in History. Yeah. You're doing this podcast. You're reading. <laughs> <laughs> trying to, and trying to. so well, it's, I don't
0: know. No, I had a, um, my AP Lit teacher in high school always said like smart people read. And I feel like I've always been so insecure about my intelligence, honestly, that I'm like, okay, I need... <laughs> I don't know why because now I actually feel like I'm like okay you're like smart but in high school I didn't feel that way at all Mm -hmm. so anyways uh not sure why I said that but reading helps I think help you helps me now I'm stumbling over my words reading I think has helped obviously expand my vocabulary Mm -hmm. smart people read according to my Lit teacher yeah it's true yeah It's so amazing to have you. I'm so glad that we got to chat. Um, Thank you.